DDDS Custom. This is Friday the 24th September 2010 and you're listening to the DDDS cast, that's the 3DS cast. And with me this week is the internet's Lewis. Hello. And also the internet's Chris. Hello. Uh, and my name is Andrew and we're going to talk about lots of 3DS stuff because that's why we're called the DDDS cast. We're not a Kirby fan cast, unfortunately. It's just <laughs> yes we are. Cool. So how, how's it? How's, how's the, the fan fiction coming on, Chris? Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Okay, I can't remember what, what character were you again. I was Methodite. Oh yeah. And you, yeah. you were King DDD. Damn right. I get awesome. I was one of the, I was one of the spiky things. King DDD <laughs> throws some sometimes in Smash Bros. Speaking of something, yes, thank you. Is, is anyone actually ever read fanfic? No, never. Uh, <laughs> any point seriously? Right, okay, because I've got the story. Um. Basically, well, it's not much of a story, but there's this um, there's this Dragon Ball fanfic that uh-huh. is literally a novel, like it is hundreds of pages. Okay? <laughs> hundreds and, and hundreds friend, of pages. And my friend printed it out for me like years ago when we were all really into Dragon Ball. And at first I thought, you know, it's just going to be crap, but it is amazing. Like it is so good. Honestly, it's, it's it's like the best thing ever. So my opinion was changed on, on fanfic after that. I've never read any of it again, but it was very, very impressive. I like, found a Kirby fanfic oh, called It's a Girl. It's a story about Meta Knight and Galactic Knight in love. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the thing, like, the, the, like the lame, like there's like lame stuff that's, that, you know, it's just like a, you know, whatever. Goku and Vegeta have gay sticks. Or, but, and then there's, you know, there's amazing ones that makes up its own characters and all this really good story. This that is I, the worst uh, fanfic I've ever read. I think, I think, Chris, I think we should have a reading from it, but I think we should save that till the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody's got something to look but, forward to. But you, girl, I stuttered. Yeah, that's about it. But um, what I was going to say, uh, but has fanfiction to say, has anyone ever read like a novel based on a game, like an official game novel? Yes, I've read some... Oh, no, I've read fanfiction. I've yeah. read, read the opposite. I've read Metro 2033. Oh, right, the other way around. Uh, so did you did you end up finishing Metro 2033? Yeah? I did. I finished it. Yeah. What did you think of it? It is. I thought it was a good book. It's entertaining. I don't think it's the greatest thing ever. I think it's kind of badly translated. Like it's the sort of um, the product, like the you know whatever the 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 story. Which is called localization. Yeah. Is pretty like like I mean I don't suppose it was you know there's a lot of repetition. There's a lot of typos like almost almost to the point where you think nobody's actually read this through. <laughs> And um, I mean, it might just be you know Russia's writing a different way, but but it's it's not it's not the greatest job, which is a shame. But I mean, it's a good enough book. I don't see why Russia's going crazy about it, but I would certainly, I certainly, I'm more likely to play the game now. So fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I, I say this because um, not because I've read. It. I think I, I, re- I read a bit of one of the Resident Evil books once, and it was awful. But I say this because um, 
earlier on this week I was I had to no it was last week actually I had to like register for the new computing course I was doing and I had no idea where I was like I was totally lost and I was like I just saw a, uh, like a big bunch of people standing outside a lecture hall and I thought okay right this uh, maybe this is it and then I turned around and saw a guy with a blizzard bag reading a Mass Effect novel and I'm like yeah this is where computing science is <laughs> oh god this is my future husband <laughs> I had an interview at um, this IT place the other day, so yeah. I thought, "Hang on, they're all going to be they're all going to be gamers." Uh-huh. So I, I wore my I wore my Mario shirt, my, my mushroom one, and uh, I went in, walked in with pride, and it was just full of chavs, and I was my, so embarrassed. My, my, my Pikachu costume. <laughs> Your Mario like, costume. Yeah, yeah my okay. costume. But anyway, that, that was the world's biggest tangent, but I think we should we should talk about some 2DS stuff because we're here to do that and there is absolutely loads it's been quite I think it's been like a month since the last episode but um, there's definitely been more for this episode than there has been any other so we might as well get straight into it um, Chris you said there was you you got an update on something 3DS uh, about what was it 40 seconds ago or something you said I had a 41 second scoop for you guys there you go then um, half the press in flight magazine features a 3DS article, and it claims that it will be out this year. Dun, dun, dun. Well, yeah, there's, actually, think... there's actually been a lot of um, release date rumour stuff um, since the last episode, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll come back All to that. All contradicting, actually. Yeah, they all are, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. But um, I think what I've gathered is it's coming out in Japan this year, and it's not... Oh, I think, well, I, think, I think we'd already... I think that's what they're all saying. I think we'd already come to the conclusion that it probably was just because of the way Nintendo releases stuff. It was definitely going to come out in Japan before Christmas. It's whether it comes out in the US and in Europe before then. But well, I'm saying, as I say, we'll get to that later. We're going to do stuff in reverse order, I think. Do the do the news, which is um, the oldest first, and the the oldest piece of news actually, I think it um, it hit the web literally five minutes after we finished recording last week. So, oh God. I think it's the second time it's happened this, and it was um, it was actually talking about the 3DS and an achievement system. Like we we were talking about how we wanted uh, this is one something we wanted to see um, in terms of the 3DS having more of an online uh, mm-hmm. what's the word whatever <laughs> whatever infrastructure yes infrastructure online yeah. community like yeah 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 and it it didn't come from Nintendo but it came from EA sorry it was a guy from EA called Ryan Stradling. He thought the 3D. He he had received information that the 3DS was going to have some sort of achievement system, and then uh, later that day, a representative from Nintendo called Harold Ebert uh, told a, uh, a German website that there would uh, there would likely not be a global achievement system. That's what he said. Um, so it could either just be Nintendo shutting down like a rumor kind of thing before they want to reveal it themselves. Or it, or it could be the actual truth. I mean, what do we think? I think... I don't know. It's, I mean, it seems like a silly thing to miss out on. I mean, I mean, I know not everybody's crazy about them, but I don't. I wouldn't see anyone particularly... Like, they don't do any harm. Exactly. You know, so either you really like them, or you don't mind them, or you hate them and you can turn them off. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, it's hard it to see what like, they're losing like the, from. Exactly. I mean, it's not much effort for the developers to put in. It's, you know, and it's just another bullet point, basically. 
It you know, I think they'll just do it like, you know, they did in certain games and like Wii Sports or so. I reckon they might just carry on doing that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. where they had the, the stamps, but that's not to really... Me, like, to me, though, like, those... It's basically just about personal achievement at that yeah. point. It's yeah. not actually... But, yeah. It's not, yeah. But, I mean, how much did you care about the stuff in Wii Sports Resort? Because, I mean... Oh, so much. Did you really? <laughs> no, no. Oh, right, okay, because, I mean, that's the thing, like... Um, like, although I'm not like desperate for achievements, I I enjoy the I enjoy having them in the two sixty games because you kind of it's kind of a measurement of how long you've played the game, how much time you've put into it, and whether you feel like you've you've seen all there is to see. And it's it's nice when you can compare all your games in a collection and everything. But like when it's just for specific things like Wii Sports or something, like who cares really? Yeah, I mean the thing is the problem with a lot of them. The thing that I start. I start. I'm not crazy about it with the achievements and trophies and stuff. Is is when it starts being things like, and I know, like, you know, so I'm I'm different from you in that sense. That basically, when it's things like just completing a level and stuff oh, like I know that, you mean, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see the point in that. And and at least the thing about the thing about Wii Sports Resort is just just for thing is at least it it tried to make it like the the achievements were you know of the more interesting kind. Which yeah, are, you had to hit you know, those of, those fruit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. You had to get all the melons and stuff, like the crazy yeah. hidden melons and archery and things like that. And it was toast and one level that was things. Yeah, and and there's stuff like you know there was some some fancy like ping pong tricks you could do and things, but um, but 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 you know the, the like then again, and then you've got something like Smash Bros where you know it's the achievements are more just things like beat the campaign, but and you get them for you, absolutely not, anything, yeah. In Smash Bros. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but but you know, you're more like you know, it actually helps you like uh, you like you know, yeah, that's what I mean. You know, so there's even Nintendo, Nintendo themselves, like, they've done good achievements and they've done yeah, bad yeah. achievements. And as long as the achievements are good, I'm not that bothered about the actual you know overall you know them being a universal thing because the point of them is really just to is really just to have fun getting them. Yeah, but I guess. If it's just, if it's a bit you know if it starts becoming things like beating beating, you know, you know, beating the subspace emissary in Smash Bros, then, you know, I don't, it doesn't, really doesn't mean much to me yeah. if it's not universal because I'm just like, well, you know, okay, I know, I know I beat the subspace Yeah, exactly, emissary. yeah, no. Like, you know, I was going to be there anyway, but... <laughs> I mean, my, my, my thinking about the, the, the sheer situation about how the stories come out, I think it could be... Um, that Nintendo, the they are they do have some sort of achievement style system, but because they're going for their own whole corporate philosophy and they're they're doing the whole casual thing, like they'll have some family friendly name for it and some way of implementing it that's Stumps. accessible. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, accessible to everyone. So they're maybe just shouting, they're shouting down the the likeness to achievements on an Xbox 360 so that they can pretend that it's their new innovative thing. You know what I mean? And once again, I mean, what does I mean? I mean, I know this is not necessarily the case, but what does some random guy at Nintendo Germany really know? I mean, how much does he actually know about exactly. it? I mean, he may know. I mean, he may know, but I mean, even I mean, we hear things like even like like basically like Reggie is the only person outside of Japan that is on level in terms of information with the guys in Japan, and they, you know, so I mean, I kind of doubt that, you know that some sort of representative of Nintendo in Germany exactly. is, is, you know, particularly clued up. I mean, I, I, don't know, I, might, I might be wrong about that, but, um, but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that. I would take it with, you know, yeah, yeah. So, so um, next story, the, talking about EA, um, did anyone watch um, 
year's uh, showcase thing in TGS? No, I did not realize it was on. I know, I know it's later, but I, but I didn't, I didn't before. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, I did not. Did you? Uh, I watched a bit of it. Um, it was, I was just going to ask if you did. You, did you see any of the games that came out of it? Yeah. Uh, I did see some of them. Well, yeah. if what what would you think would probably be the most unlikely game you would ever play? The most boring, kind of not for you thing imaginable. Uh, Call of Duty. No, I, I would say it's My Garden 3DS. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is. Uh, to be honest, I I, I don't know the, the 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 details about it. The only re- reason I wanted to bring it up because was because it looks nice. <laughs> it looks. <laughs> if, if you've seen if you've seen yeah if you've seen some of the videos like I mean if if you like when 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 Sony are like um, advertising their new TVs or camera companies are are showing their high definition. 1,000 million trillion pixel cameras. Like they tend to show pictures of flowers and you can see all the detail and yeah, stuff. So yeah, I yeah. guess like if you look at it and that kind of thing, you get the whole 3D flower bed and it's nice to look at. But yeah, so my garden is some sort of... I don't know. For the 3DS. Gardening that, game. Yeah, that I don't care about. So, but there you go. It's quite pretty as well, isn't it? That's what I'm saying, yeah. I mean, that's, I'm just that's, watching the trailer now. That's, I mean, that, that's what I thought was quite notable about it. So if you want, if you want a further idea of the kind of... Um, the kind of styles you're going to get out of your 3DS visuals, have a look at that. But otherwise, I don't see you being that interested. But um, also in that EA um, conference thing, they, they, they brought Suda out, Suda51, to announce his um, his new game, Shadow of the Damned. And <laughs> just just random, random aside, did you, did you see that? I did see it. <laughs> yeah, it looks badass. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I can't tell if it looks awful or garbage. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the thing the is, point, I'm, look, I'm looking at it and I'm like, right, okay, so this is kind of a no more hero situation here, where yeah, exactly. you know it, it kind of looks like ass, but it's it also looks amazingly awesome. Yeah. Cause that's the one with uh, Shinji Mikami, yeah. Yeah, that's Shinji the one Mikami. Yeah. Then I was ages ago that they finally. But. Um, but- the thing that they like to tout is that Shinji Mikami is um, handling the gameplay and Suda's handling the style. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's for the best. But um, the, yeah. reason, the reason I bring up Suda is because um, he had an interview recently where he talked about the 3DS and what he'd like to do about it. He also talked about No More Heroes 3, but they weren't really oh they weren't really linked. I don't think he was talking about No More Heroes 3 on the 3DS. Well, what did he say about No More Heroes 3? Uh, he said that. Um, on the, on the subject of a No More Heroes 3, if it were made, he says that it would definitely be designed for the eventual successor to the Wii, is what he said. So mm-hmm. he's obviously really keen to keep with the motion controls. But um, I was wondering if one of you two wanted to read what Suda had to say about the 3DS. Of course, of course. Right, on you go then. Oh, okay. So I was meeting Suda now. So, so, so Suda, if you, if you were to develop something for the 3DS, how would you go about doing that? Well, you know, I have good ideas that utilize the 3DS features. Because they're my ideas. And they're ideas that can actually be done. But I won't give away my secrets to other game designers out there. I'm keeping quiet. I get the impression that many publishers are looking to give more prominence to the way hidden objects are collected in potential 3DS games. Traditionally, these collectible objects are used to supply the player with additional information. But with the 3DS, emphasis could be put on the physical movement making the process of finding these material objects. So he did just give away his ideas. <laughs> that, was, that, was his, that was his secret. 
So she's so she's talking about the whole um, augmented reality thing. I guess so. Yeah. And it, yeah, it sounds very much like the whole camera shit. And okay. that would be. I, I I'm kind of scared to think what he could make. Oh, I know, Christ. He <laughs> <laughs> really could make something very disturbing. Yeah. You see, I want to show, I want to show you the picture of him just because it's funny. But there's a picture of him, and he's just kind of sitting there with sort of a random tear in his jeans at his knees. <laughs> it's epic. He's just got like this badass face on. Uh, where are we? He's a cool man. He's a cool, cool man. He's a cool man indeed. Makes cool games. His belt on his cross. Nice. Wow. So you know what my hero is. <laughs> I love he's got a blackboard in the background. Yeah, he's yeah. just sort of finished talking to children or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so so that, that, that's to the 51 on the 3DS. Um, I don't know if there's... It seems just kind of like he's talking about stuff on the, off the top of his head rather than anything yeah, really kind of well, in-depth. So I don't, I don't think if there's much to read into that. So um, we'll keep things going with... Um, Another thing, uh, one thing I haven't got here is that, uh, well, I find this other article, is that high voltage we're talking about uh, making stuff for the 3DS. Um, they didn't they didn't talk about any specific games, but they were saying, we have ideas that nobody else has, kind of stuff. But, um, How do they know that? Well, if it's exactly. the same ideas too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think we've we've learned to take everything that high voltage says with a grain of salt now. They, um, they, they, they had to fire a few, bunch of people, didn't they? Did they, like, they, they lay off. Well, they, yeah, they laid off quite a lot of their of their task force. I mean, I suppose that'd be cool enough. I mean, high voltage. I don't know. Still, kind of haven't proven themselves. Yeah. I mean, they've done Conduit One, fair enough, and Tournament of Legends, and now Conduit Two, which we'll see. Well. Well, speaking I mean, speak, speaking of things. But speaking of things that haven't proved their self, there was an IP, um, a new IP that came out of Nintendo back in the GameCube days uh, that was, um, uh, which was supposed to be Nintendo's Halo Killer. Would anyone know what game I'm talking about? Well, should I say that again? Where's it? When did it come from? New IP? Yeah. It was a new IP. It came out uh, in the GameCube era. I, I, I don't know the exact date, but it was it was hyped up as Nintendo's uh, Halo Killer, and apparently Miyamoto had some sort of um, some sort of influence in the way it was designed. Was it bad? Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was bad, but mediocre, I think, is the... Mm-hmm. Is that, I don't know, actually. I actually remember about reading it. about this back in the Norm days. They reviewed it in the magazine. It's, it's a game called Geist. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah. That. That's, like, that's about it, though. Chris, Chris, do, you, Chris <laughs> do you know anything about Geist? No, I've never heard of it. What Wikipedia might have... So yeah, so Geist, I can tell you now. Well, actually, if you want to read the Wikipedia article, you're you're very free to. That's <laughs> about Geist. I thought Geist was oh, so Geist was something to do with fear. No, nothing to do with fear. No. Oh no, no, sorry, not that. Ignore me. It was called fear. <laughs> okay. It was it was it was called fear, and they had to change it because of the fear. Yes, the this, is, this is probably true. I think... I, I'm, I'm I'm not actually sure, but <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Also developed by developed by Endspace. Yes, it is by Endspace. Endspace ah. who Endspace who have made what other such fabulous titles? Call of Duty Four on the DS. Yep. I <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Five on the DS. 
Yeah, they're also doing Black Ops for the the DS, and they're doing the Tron game for Wii and DS. So they were, they were supposed to be making Winter. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that horror game that's just disappeared. I mean, it seemed I like I remember that. I remember being. I remember that. Yeah. So so well, you've got Wikipedia up then. Why don't you tell us what Geist is then? No, I remember I remember Winter, but I can tell you about this game. Oh right, okay. So you don't have. Well, I'll tell you what Geist is then. I can beat Wikipedia. No, I've got the Wikipedia article of the Geist. If you want me to read it. Yeah, go on then. Read it. Geist, early working title: Fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which bit do you want me to read? Uh, you choose. Um, the Geist franchise is currently owned by Nintendo due to con- to their contract with N Space. At the moment, there were no plans for a sequel. However, NSPACE is currently announced they're working on a game for the Wii. Well, <laughs> I can I, I can tell you that's that, that's maybe false. This is information that's come out of um, the, studio, the studio's director, Ted Newman. And he basically said, you know, if Nintendo was interested in getting a Geist game on 3DS, it's certainly doable. As a fan of, of Geist, and as someone who worked on it for three and a half years, I'd love to see it. I love the whole mechanic, and I love that whole universe. So you go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that would have been such a bad quote if he said I hadn't worked on it for three years. <laughs> but um. Is, is, that, is that it though? Is, is there no? Is he's just is he just saying? He's just he's just saying he's interested in it. But but considering yeah. the work that um N Space has done on portable games, particularly portable first person oh, shooters, the good DS. Point, good point. I mean, what is that? That makes sense. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's I mean, it's definitely a possibility, and I, and I guess it's, I guess it's easier for them to use an existing IP than come up with something, um, mm-hmm. new entirely. But to be honest, that <laughs> would maybe be the better option. But um, no, N Space, especially from that winter video. I mean, I mean, it looked impressive. So, mm-hmm. you kind of get the sense like all their all their ports are generally well reviewed. So you get the sense that they're a team that that is actually very talented. They just don't get to do anything any good, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of like what was that place? It was like Vicarious Vision. They they were kind of the same. That they had to port all the, like the Guitar Hero games, yeah. and they did like a really good job of it. But that's all they ever got to do. Yeah, I mean, it's, I guess a bit like Way Forward, but Way Forward actually get to do stuff that they want every now and then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Just a segue. Uh-huh. No, just a t- tangent. Okay. I bought a Way Forward game yesterday. Oh, and which one was that? Guess. A uh, Boyne's Blob. Yes. Have you played it? Yes. And how I'm, is it? I'm about. Uh, I've got like another hour to do, and it's ace. It's ace, yeah. There was. But did they not talk about doing a sequel to that uh, quite recently? I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm really, it's really good. Did they? Uh, how much did you get it for? Seven ninety nine. Oh, not bad. Oh, where, where was that? Uh, Game Station. I oh. bought Little King Story as well. Was it new? Uh, I think Little King Story was new. But Boyne as well was pretty good. And I bought Clonoa as well. Oh, sweet. How much did you pay for that? Like tenner. See, Clonoa is one of these games that I've been embarrassed to buy in the shop just because the cover looks like ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. I bought Clonoa off the internet. Alright, see, I mean, Clonoa was one I wanted to buy on day one, and it was it came out for 20 quid, didn't it, in 1999, but the thing yeah. is, you can only find it in shops pre-owned these days, and they sell it pre-owned yeah. for 20 quid, like, come on, yeah. it's just yeah. not happening. 
But, um, but you're telling me you're like, I would buy this if I wasn't so embarrassed to go up with a picture. No, no, not really. I've, I've never found it in a shop for a price. No, I couldn't find it. That I'd pay for it. But, um, but Boyan is Bob, that'd be a game that would work in 3DS, surely. That would be a game that would look nice when it benefit from it. I love how when you go into game stations as well, they always plug you to pre, plug other stuff to pre-order. Like, uh, without like, I bought those two games, and it was like, so do you want to buy any other games? So I was like, no. They were like, do you want to pre-order any games? I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about game. I mean, game. That was that was why I stopped going to game where I used to live, just because the people there were so obnoxious oh, about you, you trying. You had to- like an, a really bad one in your yeah. store. I remember. But um, the, I remember the 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 best one was um, going to buy uh, Mario Kart. Like I had pre-ordered Mario Kart and I went to pick it up on launch day. And it, while I was in the queue, they tried to sell me a DS accessory pack, <laughs> uh, Sonic, uh, well no, not Sonic, Sega All Stars Tennis, and an Xbox 360 Play and Charge kit. Oh my so, god! Yeah, but, um, yeah, game of the worst for doing that. They don't even sell DSs by themselves anymore. Or they didn't when I was buying a, a DS Lite. You had to buy a game with it, with it or something. The thing that I hate most, though, hmm. is it, it's not so bad with game, but for GameStation, the it's really hard to find the new games. Like it's it's just the the, the shelves are just like laden with loads and loads and loads of pre-owned stuff, and then. Yeah. And I know we had this problem in HMV, uh, me and Lewis, last time we were in Glasgow. Like, it's, yeah. they, they make it really difficult to tell with the stickers what's new and what's Yeah, pretty. they've got two stickers that are very similar. And yeah. one of them says, once you finish this with, with this game, trade it in. And the other one is saying that it's already been played. Yeah. So it is used. So one's used and one's new, but it's very confusing and it's not, it's not good. No, I mean it's 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 just pathetic. I'm I'm sorry. I mean just just I want to buy a new game, and you know if I want it in a used copy, then I'll ask for it. But I mean, I mean if any of I mean I wonder do they ever convince anyone to buy extra things? But actually, they probably do. They, they convince people to buy like accessory packs about you all the time. Yeah. People don't buy better. Like, we we remote lightsabers with like Star Wars. Oh god, yeah. The we sport shelves stuff is just ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then when he's trying to sell it for Wii Sports with all as well and the motion plus doesn't fit in I almost, I almost bought the Wii Music baton because it, 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 it was 99p and I was like just was another like, segue oh, um, did you see that Doctor Who Wii remote That's no oh it's awesome it's like a it's, it's a, a, a Wii remote the shape of the Doctor Who screwdriver yeah and they, they do screwdriver styluses as well don't they Yes, that's good. The, the other news, though, did you hear that they actually. Yeah, no, yeah, because you posted on Twitter that they actually unveiled the Doctor Who game for Nintendo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you have the details on that? Because we, oh, we could talk about that briefly at the end just because it's a completely random tangent and we like Doctor Who. Uh, I don't know. All on. Um, I shall have a look. But um, anyway, back to how we opened the podcast with your thing from Twitter. Um, the last thing I want to talk about in the news is obviously on Wednesday uh, we're going to find out the final details of when the 3DS is coming out and hopefully a little more insight in, into how the the specifics of the infrastructure and everything is going to work. But um, in lieu of this thing coming out next Wednesday, there's been loads of rumoured um, release dates from all over the world, basically. So um, I don't actually have 
a lot of them there apart from the the one that's been the most rumoured, I think, and that's November 20th. For November 20th for Japan. For Japan, yeah. Yeah, no, what I was what I was seeing, um, I saw recently, is that basically the top, like IGN were saying that they don't think, they don't think much is going to be said about the, they think it's going to be very Japan-focused. Yeah, yeah, this, I could see that. This, this 3DS thing. Now, <laughs> I don't believe that they won't do. They won't. They won't say anything at all about it. I really don't. Like I think, but that does again lead me to believe. I'm sort of. I'm. I'm kind of swimming. Kind of. Um, I'm swimming to. You're kind of swimming. Of, what? <laughs> <laughs> to the side of you know, come out of Japan this year, but not anywhere else this year. Yeah. I just. I'm. I'm. That's. That's what my gut feeling is at the moment. I have to say. Um. Which. I suppose it's quite disappointing, but. I mean, I don't know. I reckon, I reckon Nintendo think they can still get a Christmas out of the DS here. With no, I know what you mean. Which is, yeah. I, I know that it's not what we want, but it probably makes the most sense. Like, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah. so, so well, there's that then, which dates, dates, dates. There's another one that popped up in some completely random. It was like an R4. Uh, high, high Street Cellar in Japan and they just had a big cardboard sign saying coming March 2011 so I don't know I, I wouldn't would believe that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Isn't, that the, the, isn't that like what Nintendo is saying like before March 2011 yeah I guess so I mean, yeah I know if I mean, they change the same before that time then if it is going to be out this Christmas like I'm not sure Whatever, but we'll only we'll only find out next Wednesday, and I'm sure we'll if we don't do a podcast next week, we'll do one in the near future with all the de- details on that. And as we get closer to the launch, hopefully, um, if, uh, if it is coming out before Christmas, expect a lot of tweets. Yeah, exactly. Of of yeah, I mean, I, I I just I still don't think they're ready. Cause, well, I mean, unless they just completely blow out on 29th, we just don't know anything. Like we don't. Know if any of their games are ready. We don't. Exactly, and it's. I, I mean, mean, you'd think they'd start marketing it by now as well. Exactly, and there's still things like, like Pokemon Black and White comes out, like next spring here. I mean, I don't, I do, I still do not understand this. It's still, it's not clear still either if there's a 3DS version of that yet. Uh, no. It's very confusing, Nintendo. This is this is why we're we we basically just been speculating first three episodes. Yeah. Aside, aside now from. Um, Donkey Kong, what else is coming out for Christmas, video game-wise, from Nintendo? Um, well, there's the Super Mario All-Stars collection. You buy that, three that games that came out. That uh, really? I'd be very surprised if it didn't come out here. I mean, all really? they have to do is just, <laughs> is just slap the, the old games in and charge 35 for it. being like, here you go, give us your money. Kirby's coming out. Yeah. Yes, Kirby. No, Kirby's not coming out over here, though, is he? Is it? Is he? It's not coming out over here till next year. <laughs> Why don't you consult your Kirby fan fiction? Yeah, no, I'm sure it isn't. Um, sure, oh, I'm sure fair enough. Why? We, we parties coming out and then that's definitely. For some reason, I'm looking at a picture of Brock with a diglet <laughs> for a head. What's this about? <laughs> I never know, never know. Look at the diglet. According to Q. Uh, the diglet, is the diglet got a nose? Or is it a mouth with a tooth? It's a nose. Oh, it's a nose, surely. Ah, uh, but no, you can't see it, can you? No, you're right, you can't see it. <laughs> no, it's been confirmed that it's a nose because you can see them in, like, the anime. 
from like the side yes. and, and there was no there actually has some depth to it, yeah. I see. Fair it's enough. just so weird how Bog's head's just been held on the side. Yeah, yeah. And he's just got the same expression on his face that he always does. Yeah. These, yeah. I'll, I'll have to post these images up with the podcast. But, um... <laughs> But, um, so why don't we do a little bit more speculating then um, in the topic that I have for this week? And basically, since the last episode, we've had packs, we've had um, QuakeCon, and and we've had uh, Apple's event where they uh, they've announced their new iPods and fancy shit like that, and the new OS. And over these events, we've seen um, a great deal of uh, improvement and moving forward in the portable gaming market, not so much for the 3DS, more the 3DS compares. Um, of course, I'm talking about the, for the iPhone, we've had Epic and Ed, probably two of PC's um, legacy developers, um, bringing really, really impressive tech to the uh, the iPhone. Um, so, I mean, uh, Ed showed a version of Rage, which was apparently originally intended for the Wii, but they showed a version of Rage on the iPhone at, right, let me get this right, Ed is the ones who do Quake, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so Ed's Quake, um, Epic is Unreal, yeah, I get them mixed up. But, um, yeah. So Ed, Ed showed the, the Rage demo, and it was really, really impressive, but it was almost blown out of the water by Epic's one, which was the so-called epic citadel which is it really is a tech demo but um yeah. uh, i mean and apple were so proud of it they showed it at their press conference but uh, lewis you were saying that you snuck into the apple store and had a wee shot yeah, yeah that's what apple store's for i mean <coughs> we actually goes in there to buy stuff yeah but, I guess so. but yeah but yeah i went in and i tried it out on the on the new ipod touch which is basically just you know an iphone 4 and the ipad and yes it is very very impressive like it it doesn't loading times don't seem particularly crazy or anything. You basically just you load it up and it's free. I think you can download it. I mean, and you you just that's you you you're in this you're put in this city and you can move about um, the city. You know, it's sort of really kind of basic. You know, you're basic. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing going on in this. I mean, no geometry is not even so basic. But there's there's um. You know, there's no, there's no movement really. There's, you know, there's, but there's, you know, some all this really impressive lighting and and textures and stuff like that. And I mean, it does, it does seem to be. I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't really tell, but it does seem to be rendering stuff like light, lighting in real time. Like it's not just the textures are made. You know, it's not, it's not fixed lighting. If you see what I mean, like it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. They, yeah, they haven't. They've not just thingy there. They've not just made the texture so it looks like there's light, you know. It actually seems to be rendering it. It all it seems to be running quite well. I mean, it was like it's, it's about it's about 30 frames a second. So I mean, all that is really impressive. I mean, who knows how it can handle things like character models? I mean, I don't know what the polygon count is and stuff like that. Well, but, on on their stage showing of it, the Epic had two guys and the the did like a. It, I mean, it was a turn-based fight basically but i mean 
so it showed the models, and the models look really impressive, and so did all their, um, all, right. all their, 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 obviously it's, it's a turn-based fight, so you're only in one scene, but the models were really impressive, and so were their animation and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But the thing that was also impressive was it, it, they showed proper drop-in, drop-out multiplayer with um, with matchmaking and statistics and everything that you'd expect from basically Xbox Live. And that's... <coughs> although we have seen like multiplayer stuff on the iPhone, I don't think we've seen anything that impressive yet. And this is obviously showing off Game Center and everything. Um, so, I mean, these are two things which would maybe... Would maybe you think would make Nintendo a little bit worried in terms of 3DS. But my question is, is it so much the fact that it's the iPhone that is the the proponent behind these developments, or is it just the fact that Epic and Ed are so... They're they're just absolute wizards at technology, and and, and it's it's them that's managed to program something so... um, impressive like if if they were just let loose on the 3ds would we get something as impressive is basically what i'm asking i think i think probably would yeah because i mean like the 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 specs the the leak specs for the 3ds they they show they don't seem to be they seem to be certainly very comparable to say the iphone and it i think i think that it is just because you know, we've never seen anything remotely like it before yeah. Epic and Ed. And, you know, the iPhone and the iPhone have been out for a while. Like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't... Like, I mean, these are way, way ahead of everything else. And and even, I mean, Ed have proven, even with things like, you know, because all these games come out, you know, like Gears of War the, and Halo and Gears of War 2, and people think, right, you know, the Xboxes and the PS3 and Uncharted 2 and things like that are at the limit, and then... You know, Rage comes out, and you know, again, five years into the development cycle, they somehow managed to make it look really, really impressive. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, like above and beyond everything else. So I think it definitely is. They, they clearly know what they're doing, or they, they clearly you know spend a lot more time than anyone else doing this. So yes, I think I think I think you know it, it, it's not it's not too much for Nintendo to worry about. Like I, I don't think I think we could certainly get something very comparable. And to be fair, you know, I wouldn't actually say that, that Epic Citadel, you know, looks any better than some of the screens we've seen for 3DS games. Yeah, I guess so. And, Especially you know, I mean, things, things Street like Fighter Metal 4. Gear, Street, yeah, Street Fighter looks like ridiculous. I mean, I mean, it really is. <laughs> it does just look like the HD one, but... No, it's, yeah, it's because it's, it's, it's because the, the way that it's designed, like the simplistic <laughs> colour yeah, exactly. cell shading, yeah. So... I mean, it's all what you do with it, but it's it was. I guess it's also. I guess the the infrastructure of the iPhone marketplace also makes it easy for them to kind of do stuff on that level because I don't know if they're guaranteed to make an investment. But one one thing I I did look <coughs> sorry that I did look into was both the company's past history with Nintendo products and handheld handheld systems, and um. I mean, neither of them has done anything with Nintendo that's really that significant. I mean, yeah. it, if if uh, could you here's a, here's a little quiz. Could, do you, can you think of anything that Ed's done for Nintendo? I can tell you that there are a couple of tales. It. Um, no. 
Okay. Well, they did. Um, they did the Wolfenstein 3D, the original Wolfenstein, on the Super Nintendo, and they had. Um, well, the, the, there's probably more than these, but these are the most notable ones I could think of. They, they, there's a version of Doom. There was Doom 64 for the Nintendo 64, and their most recent thing was Orcs and Elves for the DS. Yeah. But the thing about um, the thing about Orcs and Elves was that. Um, What's the guy? John Carmack. John Carmack actually came out and said that he was disappointed in the sales of Orson Elves. He, he said that it, it wasn't worth the, the time they invested in it and that he would uh, think again, think twice before developing for the Nintendo DS. Obviously, we don't know about the 3DS yet and it already looks like the 3DS is going to have more of a hardcore uh, yeah. user base, but there's that to consider. Um, they also, just, just for sheer trivia... Apparently there was a Quake Arena, um, like, like a, a DS port of Quake 3 planned, which would have been kind of bad. Mm. But yeah, but no, it, it got canned, apparently. That would have been badass if it ever came out. <laughs> the thing that's different about this time is that, you know, Nintendo are actually somewhat on the, you know, they, they, they're, they're, they're kind of... They're, you know, they're not, they're not behind tech-wise. Like, you know, they're not... They, they, they are, they're a lot more, you know, they're a lot more, like, the 3DS is not underpowered by any stretch of the imagination yeah. for, for portable games. And like you said, you know, there's a lot, so there seems to be a lot more, you know, hardcore games. And let's face it, I mean, if, if 3DS does become, like, the platform of choice for, like, you know, say, portable shooters or something like that, then, of course, it'll put, you know, their games on it. You know, it's it's just... I bet you they would much they would much rather design a first person shooter for something with buttons than for the iPhone. Yeah, but that's really true. Simply. But but also and if they have the engine, it might not be that difficult to port. Also, though, if the PSP two comes out with yeah, yeah, exactly. dual analog no, you're, controls, then you're right. You're right. They, yeah, that could change. Yeah. Well, well, what about he, he, what about the random thing that what about that rumor about the PSP two having a touch interface on the back of the device? Oh, I didn't see that. What's that? Oh, this is bizarre. If you, if you, Chris, have you heard about this? No, I haven't heard anything. So it was the, the, apparently there was rumours that that a, a PSP two was being shown behind in under very tight security behind like mega closed doors at at E three, which had the the same button layout as the last one on the front, but the back panels where you kind of you you have your fingers resting on the back is apparently like a touch panel. It just seems hmm. bizarre, and apparently the thinking that was seems that seems pretty strange. Yeah, and apparently the thinking was that um, that it's quite it, interesting. It, it keeps your it keeps your fingers off the screen. Um, right, actually, you know that's not a bad idea. That's I could see that working. I mean, I mean, I would actually, you know, it's, it's something very hard to sort of sell on paper, but if you think about it. It might actually. That's actually not well, not that bad of an idea. That's that's quite cool. I mean, it's it's definitely the kind of off the wall idea that um, yeah, Microsoft and Sony really haven't been. It's haven't been de- de- delivering recently. It's all been copy Nintendo, copy Nintendo. But um, one uh, limitations of that 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 kind of approach though. Uh, one I'll I'll give the I'll not pass them off as my own. These were stolen from IGN UK and. I think the other one was Rebel FM. Somebody on uh, IGN UK was saying, well, surely they'd have to show your 
they'd have to have some sort of representation of your fingers on the back of the screen on the screen anyway to make sure you actually knew what was going on like you would have to have some sort of feedback in which case does that not kind of um thingy the whole does that not kind of contradict the whole point of not having your fingers in the way of the screen anyway no um, i wouldn't say that necessarily i don't i don't i don't think that's the case at all actually i mean like think about it if you if say for example in a dual analog game they had, you, you had virtual analog sticks where you're controlling them at the back. So one hand would be one analog stick and the other hand would be the other one. And you were just sliding your fingers around. Uh-huh. You know, that, that would feel very responsive, you know, and, and, you know, your guy was moving about on screen. That would feel very responsive, but, you know, you wouldn't have to actually, you know, you, no, I don't see why there would, there would have to be any representation. If it, was, if it was a case of pressing buttons and things like that, then maybe. Yeah. Maybe that would be, you know, but if you're just moving a cursor around or, you know, moving a crosshair around, then that doesn't have to, you don't have to actually see where your finger is. You just need to know, you know, where it's moving in relation. Just the same way that, um, like, when you're moving, when you're moving a mouse around, you know, you don't have to actually... Yeah, yeah, that's, like, that's a good point. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's, definitely a, it's definitely a cool idea. It just really depends mm-hmm. on how, if, if, if number one exists and number two... Yeah, it's, it might it's, just be a, an idea, you know. It's all in how it's implemented by developers. But okay. the other thing from... Uh, was it, it... Sorry, it might not have been Rebel FM. It might have been Jeff Canada. I can't remember. But there was somebody was saying that part of the thing that makes uh, touch touch uh, touch control such a, such a satisfying experience is the fact that you see... You, you're, you see the effects of your touch on the screen like instantly like you you it's as if you're dragging around things with your finger like real you mm-hmm. know what I mean? like it's, it's that kind of like right okay yeah i see what you mean yeah and again that's more to do with that's that's more to do with pressing buttons but, but also yeah if you're if you're actually dragging and dropping things yeah yeah i mean it, as you say it's, it's all about how they implement they could have both they could have both exactly exactly i mean it's definitely an interest it definitely makes me more i mean i don't think i'd ever buy a psp2 unless it, unless it turns out to be like yeah. this amazing thing but it definitely makes me more interested in seeing how it turns out but um mm-hmm. back to what we were saying before we were talking about um ed and epic and the possibility of them working for the for nintendo or something in 3ds and epic uh have never actually made, as far as I know, have never made anything for uh, no, for an Nintendo console. But surprisingly enough, um, Cliffy B. Cliff Basinski, he's actually said on two occasions, like he's he's um, recently he's um, he's praised Nintendo and pre- pra- praised the 3DS. So Chris, Chris, do you fancy being a Cliff Basinski? Yeah. Go for it. So the f- the first one is going to be is just his thoughts on Nintendo in general recently, and the second one is his opinion on the 3DS. So That's okay. his first one. <coughs> Wait, shall we just read it? Yep. Get, get your Cliff this is your voice ready. Get your get your who, tattoos who's in guy, your. Who, who is, who's this guy, by the way? Oh, you've, you've never seen him before. He's this is the guy that, that comes on to he comes on stage at E3 at Microsoft and he kind of shouts and stu- uh, shouts and he flexes his muscles and there was, yeah, a, there was one conference that came on with like a chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. Okay, I think Nintendo's back. Nintendo's straight. Nintendo had an affair with everyone's mom, <laughs> and now they've come back to the marriage of Mario and the Kirby and the GoldenEye fans. For me, it's good to see because I just stopped my Wii for Mario Galaxy 2. I'm hoping to keep the dust off it. 
I dig it. It's like having a crisp little. Wait, sorry, that's not that's not the, that's not the same, that's not the, the same quote. So that, that's the first one. That's just what he was saying yeah. about Nintendo in general. So mm-hmm. it seems yeah. Me- so this this quote's on the 3DS now. Yes. So I dig it. It's like having a crisp little 3D diagram dia- diorama diorama in your hands. Also, send over a handful to me early, please. <laughs> so there you are. <laughs> God, this guy's this guy's witty. <laughs> I, I reckon. I, re- I reckon. They, I reckon they are making something again. I, I also think the fact that it's 3D and uh, these guys are both—they're the big technology guys. They want to be at the, you know, they want to be avant-garde. You know, they want to. And seems like for making, you know, 3D seems to be the most technologically advanced thing at the moment. Yeah. And in terms of 3D, the 3DS seems to be like by far the best option. I mean, you know, because it's because it's every because it's built in. Everybody who has one, yeah, yeah, it's without glasses, and you know. So, so what do you what do you think? No, I mean, I don't know how familiar you are. I mean, to be honest, I'm not a big fan of Epic Games already, but I don't know how familiar you are familiar are with Epic's back catalog. But um, is there anything you could see them bringing to the 3DS? All depends on their um, all depends on the online. I mean. Obviously, Unreal Tournament would be cool. Yep. That'd be very, very cool to have on the go, but uh, who knows, you know. Again, that completely depends on the online structure because uh, apart from that, I I don't know what I've ever made. They made Gears of War. Yeah. Well, the one I I was thinking, and I don't know, it's maybe not possible because of... Shadow Complex. Shadow Complex, exactly. Like... Like I don't know if it today is that some sort of exclusivity deal with Microsoft. I, I don't know, but um, but it definitely seems like the game that you could port easily and would be because it's like a Metroidvania style game. It's the kind of thing Nintendo fans would dig, I think. Oh yeah, and it's you know it would look really good in 3ds as well. Exactly. I'm not sure. I mean, they didn't actually make that. Remember, they just published it. Yeah, they so. just published it. But well, it was it. Um, I mean, share are effectively what. Um, Retro Studios are to Nintendo is what they are to Epic. I mean, they do make some games for other people, but they're they are they are kind of based within Epic. Mm-hmm. So, I've only got nine minutes left, guys. On the well, uh, we're, we're, thing, so. we're just getting to the end anyway. So, so yeah, we can see we can see Shadow Complex, I guess. But um, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'd be I I think if they're smart, if they're smart, they'll go for something different. I don't think I don't know how how well the the big mature mature in quotation marks of course shooters are, <laughs> yeah, are going to sell on <laughs> on Nintendo systems really like I know it's a generalization I know it's applying it's it's going for the stereotype but but um mm-hmm. definitely though imagine if Epic could get a, an Unreal Engine running on 3DS and that was just like the default engine that everybody uses like like it is this generation for the for mm-hmm. the current gen consoles, I mean, if they if they got something like that running, then we could see ports of like loads of games. So, it's, yeah, it's, definitely. It's, it's, de- it's definitely interesting. So, that... also, would rather not have ports, but ports are nice as well. In some yeah, cases. yeah, exactly. But um, but that brings me to my question for this week to the listeners, which is um, we've I got have two... question. Yeah, I have questions indeed. Well, but um, we have two yeah. two legacy companies who are who are famous for their work in PC development, they haven't really worked on Nintendo platforms before, but because the 3DS is such a kind of revolutionary and different kind of device that's really on the pre-piece, I can't say it, pre-piece, whatever that, that word is, of 
of technology, they're now interested in working on on, on it, maybe. Um, my question mm-hmm. is, what other developers which haven't really had the best relationship with Nintendo in, in the past would you like to see developing for the 3DS? What do you think it's... Um, what, what do you think the chances are? Like, what's the possibility? And any games, I guess, any any franchises, whatever, from those developers that you'd like to see. So um, we'll we'll come back to that next time we record and post your answers in the on the blog, which is 3dscast.tk, or or for you can hit us up on Twitter with your answers as well, which we'll get to. I guess we can just get to that now. Um, mm-hmm. So Lewis, where do they find you on Twitter? Twitter.com/slash/theluma. And Chris? Twitter.com forward slash Chris with two S's underscore 11. And you can find me at Twitter.com slash background sound. And you, as I said a minute ago, the, the podcast is at 3dscast.tk. You can also search for it on iTunes. Uh, it was last time, like the la- after we just did the last episode, it was the fifth most popular um, podcast if you typed in 3DS. Oh, very good, very good. There you go. Well, and it was the, it people, was... as far as I know, we are the only 3DS cast. Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. But, um, so tell everyone if they want their 3DS news. Because, I mean, who really wants to, you know, be catching up all these little tidbits, you know, here and then? You know, you just, you just want to come to one place. Exactly. And, yeah. Just, uh... <laughs> listen to all of them. Comfortable MP3 file, so. Yes, you do. You do indeed. And you want, you want, it, it sounds so much better when it's read by Lewis as well. <laughs> the, it's But, um... Yeah, so, so, so you search us on iTunes, subscribe, give us reviews or whatever, tell your friends, tell everybody, and as usual... Tell, we're, your, tell your grandparents. Yeah, tell your grandparents. Tell, tell your drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see the in-betweeners? With, uh, I did see the in-betweeners. Where he was, he was dealing them uh, tea bags. <laughs> <laughs> he just does it right in front of him. <laughs> and he takes what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Yeah. Uh, in-betweeners is good, people. It's it good is stuff. good. So, um... So so that's that. Um, so why don't you, Chris? Why don't you you you, you take us out with a bit uh, with an extract from the best? Oh wait, yeah. There's no inf- there's no information whatsoever apart from the sonic screwdriver. But no, not that. Not the unless you have any Doctor Who information. But I was more asking, could you could you take us out with um the most quality um uh, enthusiast writing on the internet? What do you mean? The Kirby fan fiction, of course. Oh my god, I'll show you down, but uh, I will find it. I've got five minutes left on my on my laptop. Okay, sure. The screen's on like the darkest it's ever been. <laughs> the, the, the one you originally posted seems to have gone down. So apparently we gave it the most hits ever. Oh, it has as well. Kirby's chat thing is one. Way back when. This is This is the story about um hey peach this is another story to read this one's for kirby i absolutely love that series in brackets it will be about the history and doings of meta knight before he came upon star <laughs> <laughs> also twin terrors and tough kunquats will hold for some time maybe when i'm done with this one a brawler's life for me i might pick them back up anyways enjoys Kerry belongs to Nintendo, and my adoptions from the character belong to me. <laughs> it was hot. Absolutely, brutally, horrendously hot. The sun beat down on his back, and reflectively sharpened off his armour, stabbing his eye, stabbing the eyes of those who looked. 
Is this about, is this about to get is this about to get explicit? <laughs> the coarse sand crushed against his feet as he walked, and blew into his eyes and mouth. Metanite coughed. <laughs> More on that next week. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll return to that next week. But until then, we shall see you later. So goodbye. Cost.